coming at you slow. No, coming at you fast. Coming at you yeah. live. No, coming at you large. No. <laughs> PFC in the place to be. What's up? What's going on, world? Um, crazy weekend of football, and this is the podcast FC show. This is show number thirty-two. Barclays Premier League match day twenty-nine review. You got your boy Tum here. This is Farid. This is Al. This is Haas. Yeah, I'm just in the house with, with my boys, and um, this week was it was a great week. You know, we got some we got some winners, we got some losers, and oh, do know, we have a we got some people who tied. So getting into the first game, the North London derby, um, really exciting game. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat this entire game. Early morning game, first game of the weekend. Early morning Saturday. What a way to begin the weekend. Um, final score was 2-2, but let's just run through the game, guys. What do we think about this North London derby? Arsenal got lucky. Arsenal escaped, baby. <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal escaped a three-game the- loss. Oh three games in a row you guys almost lose. Jeez, all the hate Should've. so quickly. Should have. The fans got what they paid for. This was a fantastic match. For who? For everyone. Well, I mean, the, I the know, Spurs are well, certainly kicking themselves. For the for the fans' point of view, it was exciting. For both teams, they're... Both teams are obviously going for three points each because they're trying to catch Leicester. But for the most point, it was a fun, exciting game. Yeah. And for me, it was, it was a little shaky. Spurs was all over Arsenal um, in the beginning. Um, I thought we were going to try come out strong, set the tone, and it seemed like we are a little bit rattled. El Nini got the big start in, in midfield in this game. And honestly, I thought he had a good game, guys. I thought El Nini played a pretty, pretty good game. He is, that why, is that why he got subbed off? No, he got subbed off because it was a red card. But we'll we'll, we'll delve in, we'll delve into that um, a little a little later. Okay. All but right. he held his own. You know, it was a big match, and you know he didn't look he he wasn't really exposed. For me, he showed he that didn't he, look wonky. He showed that he could fit in. And well, you know who can't fit in? Maybe he got lucky. You don't know. But One let's game. talk about that red card. Coughlin. What? Coughlin so clumsy. What a what a what two an yellows. And that's the position that you've been talking about all season. The fifty fifth minute. That's the same position you talk about all season that Arsenal needs to improve at the holding midfield, that number four, number six position. That's the position they well, need to improve. Well, let's, let's even go back further to, to the first goal with Rambo, you know. Kind of having like shit two games lately, like coming in real low. Dude, and he scoring a beautiful goal. Really the, nice goal. With a back heel flick. And he, I'm glad you brought that up, Al. It wasn't even, he wasn't even having the best game. Um, and it was against the run of play. Like I was saying, Spurs was looked like they were going to be the side to score first, honestly. And somehow we break into space. Hector Bellerin gets a ball, and he sees a defender in front of him, makes a really smart decision to pass it to Ramsey and not shoot on frame. And Ramsey just a nice little flick goal, gets past Yoris, and he flicked it up in the air. It was, it was a nice little neat finish. That was nasty, bro. What are you doing up there doing that? You should be playing forward. Look, that's a part of his game we all love, right? Yeah. When he breaks into the box. And you're up 1-0 at half against Spurs away. And what, what happens next? Red card. Clumsiness. And from there, man, it should have been downhill. Like, that's all Spurs needed to score two goals right after that, you know? So the first the first yellow card Coughlin got was such a clumsy yellow card. He handballs it in the middle of the field. He's actually tackled because he was slow in possession, tries to recover, Obvious handball. Venga even mentioned that they spoke with him at halftime, letting him know, all right, be smart out there. You obviously you are on a yellow. Harry Kane, the second yellow card, he's on the left side of the field, on the line, basically on the touch line, has nowhere to go. Right? <laughs> Slide tackle, Except quick. out of bounds. He has nowhere to go except <laughs> out of bounds. You know he's not going to beat you for pace. He's not the fastest over distance. Just stand tall. Play him up. He dives in. Goes for the sliding tackle. And he's punished with the red card. Smart play by Harry Kane, too, just to dink it over and to kind of take the contact and just accept it. He, he, well, he dragged his feet. Yeah, he totally yeah. did. But No, no, it, it was good. It was smart. There was, no, supposed yeah, to. there was no need for, for him to, to dive in. And that moment right there, that's when the game completely changed because all of a sudden Tottenham believed. They believed they can win. The fairy tale almost seemed to be coming true. They believed that they could win the Barclays Premier League. Well, they scored five minutes later. Toby Alderweireld. Getting a defender's gold. And then, and then two minutes later, Harry Kane scoring an absolute screamer. Sheryl of the season for me. That, that really was, man. That was oh, beautiful. my goodness. That was. That was oh, let, let's Sherrills. go back to the first goal. The, again, it's kind of an Achilles heel of Arsenal, although this season they've been fairly good at set pieces. Corner um, kick. <clears throat> there was a corner kick right before this. Almost went in. Mm-hmm. 
And then this second corner kick gets knocked down, bounces around, and Toby Alderweireld smashes it in. And it was the same thing. It was that person on the back post. Yeah. Uh, most of the game, the Spurs had that person on the back post and looked like the ball would trickle to them. And Harry Kane had an opportunity he missed um, a little later like that. So, I'm, again, I'm not the biggest fan of the zonal marking on corners. Um, but Spurs was able to punish us in this instance. And what I didn't like about that first goal was how soon it happened. You know, if <laughs> yeah. you get a red card and all of a sudden it's like your team mentally is folding. You know, so that that part definitely scared me the most about that. But then the second goal, they get it two minutes after the first goal. So what's that? Two goals within seven first minutes? five minutes. Felt like the game was over at that point. It did. It did. And I got to give a little credit. Goon sticking around. But it wasn't. <clears throat> and I have to put some blame on Pochettino here. Have to put some blame on Pochettino and for him not changing his tactics and trying to sit back and actually play defense. It looked like Spurs was trying to push on, get the third goal, and then end the game in that manner instead of relying on their sturdy defense. And I think that Ar- came back to bite him. Arsenal's playing three strikers. They had Sanchez, Welbeck, and Giroud all out there at the same time. Yeah. Um, so he, you know, for Pochettino, you know, he knows he knows they're gunning for him. Maybe he's trying to catch him on a counterattack, but I think you got to take care of home base. No, well, Arsenal's still playing three forwards, man. Like they they needed a goal, so you have to. You're up. You're up a goal. You have to adapt, man. It's seventieth minute, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have to realize that they just scored two goals seven minutes. This is a few minutes later, and they're they're pressing so well against them. Why sit back, letting Arsenal come to them? If they keep pressing and get another third goal or keep it down the end, it's one of those things where if the tactic was working the last seven minutes, push through till the 80th minute. Maybe he's just trying to get to the 80th or 85th. I'm not sure, but the tactics were working. No, I, I, I get that. House, and the, but- the Reese, I mean, he's a very, very good goalie. He should have had that shot. Look, I think that was a good shot for the simple fact that it bounced before mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. and it was a slippery, it was a slippery yeah. surface. Let's not forget it was pouring. That's rain. the only reason it went in. Man. It was, it, the only reason it went in is because it bounced. If that ball was, yeah. if, if that ball was in the air, yeah. Lloris saves that. But because it bounces, it takes such a fast pace. It was very slick. Skip, you know, and then it just, it, you could see in the replay, it just the bounce it takes goes right over Lloris's hand. For me, it's a clinical finish, mm-hmm. and I mean, on a different day, maybe Lloris would have done better. But on that rainy day. Just didn't happen. As far as what you're saying about the tactics, house, I thought he could have just changed um, the shape of the team, not necessarily um, the 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 tempo in terms of playing defensive. Um, you could have still attacked, but had two holding midfielders sitting in front. Instead, they had one holding mil- midfielder and more of like a center midfielder who kept a box to box guy who kept pushing up. So I think maybe if they have that extra man in there, someone who can track Alexis potentially, someone maybe who can cut out that pass. But, again, we're playing, what, Monday morning um, announcer over here. Well, it's also, <laughs> how many times have you seen a team go up a goal, then sit back, and then get scored on because the other team is allowed to come into their half? You can still press if, if you put another defender on the field. You know, you can no, still press. That. I've seen that, Hus, but it also it all depends on your personnel, right? Spurs has arguably the best defensive team, if not the best defensive team statistically in the league. So if you know that's your strength then you can rely on that strength to see you out. I think for, for the most part, I think he was really going for the kill. He's at home he against his rival. He's going for the dagger. He's going for three, maybe four, to really make the statement. Oh, and we made the statement. Arsenal did. How many times have you seen a manager try to go for the kill and not sit back and well, play it smart and they get bit in the butt? They made a statement to a point, but they're still in third behind Tottenham. So Tottenham's still good. Yeah, but this... I think everyone can admit, especially for Tottenham, that being up 2-1 at home against your fiercest rival who's down a man and to give up a game-tying goal, That's points lost. that feels like a loss. Points lost right there. It feels more like a moral win for Arsenal and uh, a loss for Tottenham, honestly. I, I understand I understand what you're coming from from there, but it's one of those things where Tottenham, this whole season, they kind of collected, so they just have to forget about this game and move on to the next. Yeah, good for Tottenham, but Tottenham can suck a dick. And now Leicester is in one, and they five, just lost five those. Points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just messed up that opportunity to catch Leicester. So for them, I think Pochettino might be sitting back like, damn, maybe I should have just went a little bit defensive sooner. I got another talking point about the Spurs, too. Like, they should have been down a man as well. Uh, Eric Dyer, late on in the game. 
Jeru turns him, slips it through his legs, gets around him. He gets his shirt pulled. He plays a ball that almost makes it through. And then after that, Deer slide tackles him after the ball is already played away. And he's on a yellow. Handful of jersey. He's on a yellow. He's all over him, fouls him, and then slide tackles into him. Should have been a second yellow for me. Referee, was it consistency? The ref, no, I'll tell you, it wasn't anything to do with consistency. You, if you watch the replay, the ref's looking down the field. Yeah, he didn't see it. Because the ball was played, he followed the ball, and like his peripherals caught the action, but like he couldn't really see it because he's looking the complete other way towards the other 18. He didn't see that slide tackle no, at the end. No, he didn't see the slide tackle come in. He yeah. saw he saw kind of like the grappling, but... That was the most... It, dude, if, obvi- he, if he saw yeah. that straight yellow, or second yellow... I'd hope so, because that was the most obvious one. There was one right after he was booked, where Dyer did commit another foul, which I thought could have been another yellow. So, again, was it one of those where the ref just didn't want to book him because he just recently did? Honestly, I thought the ref didn't have that great of a game. I thought it was inconsistent, especially in the second half. It was a fiery game. Obviously, this is coming from a Gooner fan. Yeah, a little biased. But, I mean, the, the, the Francis Coughlin card, red card, was legit. Can't argue that at all. Um, but all right, guys, let's wrap this one up. Um, who'd you guys have as the man of the matches? For me, it's got to be Harry Kane. That Cheryl, something special. Harry Kane. And another pick an Arsenal player. <laughs> Such a hater for Reed. <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't even know. I'll give it to Ospina, man. You know, eleven. He faced eleven shots on target. Kept you know nine of them out. Got that one point for Arsenal, man. You know. Dude, he always gets hurt. <laughs> Ospina. Who? Ospina? He finds a way to get hurt well, every no time choice, he plays. Man. It's so funny. Uh, who'd you have, us? Hector Bellerin. With two assists, played well, moved up the field well. I mean, you have to give it to him. Nice. I had Alexi Sanchez. I mean, for him to come out and make the comments he made early in the week, basically stating that Arsenal didn't have the mental belief in becoming champions, then for him to score that that goal down a man to make it two two. Coming from the guy who hasn't scored in eleven games, look at he needs to shut My up. thing is, if you're gonna speak, you have to back up your actions on the he field. Did. He backed them up on the field, and maybe now he's telling and leading the team to believe. So, show Lexi me Sanchez. Show me next weekend. Yeah, all right, Chelsea sucking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, up next we got a very sad game. Very sad game. The Eagles losing to Liverpool. Somber in here. Shameful. I'm fine with it. It was a bullshit game. (laughs) Yeah, bullshit game. No, it wasn't. Shit in the pool. Go ahead. Fantastic. I'm loving it. Go ahead. Undeserved. No, it's not so much. I'm I'm really happy. I'm trying to continue. You're cutting me off. Wait, hold on. (laughs) I'm talking. You say, go ahead. Keep going. No, keep going. (laughs) So, with Liverpool, I mean, the red card almost helped them. So, when they start the game, false. Coutinho didn't start start the game. Probably saving them for the upcoming matches this uh, this week. Were they saving them the other day too? No, it's you just rotate. I he mean, didn't, he didn't start the last game either. Okay, that's fine. It's Coutinho. He's still one of the. If you think Klopp doesn't think he should be starting, he didn't start him two games in a row. That's fine, my lord. So, anyways, Coutinho doesn't start the game. Uh, Firmino would take that spot at the beginning, up until the what was it sixty fifth minute or so um, when. Milner got the red card, or the second yellow, rather. Liverpool looked sloppy. Palace was all over them. They couldn't do anything about it. Palace gets the goal. Liverpool gets the red card, and then they turn the game around, and they start looking a lot better. I mean, James Milner with the red. This has been the guy who's been Mr. Professional. Two of the most it's comical so yellow cards I've ever seen. That, that second yellow was horrendous. Who slides from behind like that, thinking, no. um, I only have a second, I only have one yellow on me. That's fine. No. James Milner. The whole play from when he lost the ball, and he's like, oh, shit. And then he slowly starts like trying to run back, and he was never going to get the ball. Like He gave up the moment he lost the ball. He's like, I'm just going to side tackle this guy but an- on a yellow. Someone other than uh, Liverpool, hilarious. let's talk about Belasi real quick, looked good again. He always looks good, man, when he plays. I mean, he's, the, the speed he brings and the precision of the passes he brings is maybe best on the team. He almost scored two, three goals right in the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Would it have yeah. been a different game if he could pop one in? Would have been a different week in fantasy if he did. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I know. Him and Willie, Willie Zaha, too. Those two, two, I think, the fastest guys in the league. Uh, playing winger here. But with Ledley's goal, I mean, that was just poor defense. Great offense. Well, it was good offense too, but Liverpool shouldn't allow that to happen. Yeah, it was kind of like a jumble of misclearances and stuff, and 
just popped to the right man. Well, Palace shouldn't have allowed Roberto Firmino to score his goal because that was a complete miscommunication. Good. Alex in the McCarthy. No, bro. that's that's 100% McCarthy's fault. Too. Alex terrible, McCarthy, man. Where the hell is Wayne Hennessy? mistake. Well, Hennessy has been making mistakes he all year long, no. so they've been switching him out. No, he hasn't. Yeah. Hennessy's got to be injured because Speroni's on the bench. Yeah, so. true. But yeah, easy back, easy back pass. He gets it all wrong, slips on the clearance. Like, Palace, Liverpool is playing a very good game, not taking anything away from them. Like, I'm not saying they don't deserve this game, but based on the performance, they didn't get the goals, so they didn't deserve it. Palace got the one goal. <laughs> Palace had the goal, and they were defending well. So to give up a goal like that, man, it just takes the wind out of their sails. It's bullshit, dude. And it's they were, bullshit. You knew the game's done after that. You know the sh- confidence is shot. It felt like they were on a way to a win, and then it just all started going downhill for Crystal Palace. No luck for this team, man. No luck. Well, right after, right after the red card, Pal- uh, Liverpool changed something around, and the possession changed drastically. They finished the game sixty-one percent with ten men for a half an hour, counting stoppage time. For Palace to allow a 10-man team to outpass them like that, that speaks measures. It I mean, does. that's, it that's does. horrendous. And I think Liverpool is just playing on in- instinct. You know, it's one of those things where they're just on autopilot. They weren't thinking about it. Because they're down a man, they're keeping it simple. They're trying to all do the right thing. They're all working for the team. Sometimes, it's as odd as it is, going down a man can actually inspire a team as much of a disadvantage as it is. And in this instance... Crystal Palace is just in complete disarray throughout the game. Only really a couple of their stars, Balassi, Zaha, really were really showing up. Um, but if we want to just fast forward a little bit and take a look at the 96th minute, Christian Benteke is taken down for a penalty kick. And the assistant referee, the linesman, is the one who signaled for the penalty kick. So the referee in the middle had to look over to his linesman just to make sure and check. Um, and it was, I thought... A soft penalty kick, but soft, nonetheless, but a penalty kick. You know, as much as I, I will complain about people diving, if you slide tackle someone in the box in the 94th minute and you clip his back heel, why do you even go to ground? He's dribbling out of bounds. Just stay in your feet. He, he was trying to get out of the way. Like he, made, he was going in for the tackle, realized he was going to get there, and tried to pull out. And but he, he did. He late. did. And, but his knee, I mean, it was, this, it was like the... The smallest of, of contact between mm-hmm. the two, man. But there was contact. So Benteke is right to go down. He has grounds to get the call. Linesman sees it. I mean, it's soft as shit. It really soft is soft. as soft serve ice cream. You know, it's terrible. But And then Palace lose the game like that. Well, that was just done by Delaney. You don't go to ground. His original instinct shouldn't be slide in the box in the 94th minute. It's, it's desperation. Dude, he's he's trying to Benteke's, point. Benteke's not going to outrun you. Dude, his instinct is to stop the ball from going in the net. Oh. I have to do it however I can. Benteke's never going to score anyways. Yeah. It's, but it's not about scoring. It's about getting the cross, getting the ball across the box, and anything can happen from there, right? Yeah. So he's thinking, I need to stop this, deflect it for a corner kick at least so we can get organized. I think you're right. He needs more discipline in, the, in, in that position, obviously. Because his right knee makes contact with Benteke's left ankle, if you look at it more closely. And it was soft, but it was a PK. Benteke took it so cool, waited for the goalkeeper to make his move, and slotted it to the bottom right corner. Where's Tiki when we need him with the hesitation? Right. That that was legitimate hes- hesitation right he hit there. hit him with the hezzy that time. But the thing I really liked... <laughs> we'll get to Lukaku later. <laughs> one thing <laughs> with, with the, the stutter. <laughs> one thing with the transformation with Liverpool after the red card is certain players showed up. Emery Chan... He was a monster. Once that red card happened, he was literally running all around the field and just taking the ball from people. He's an engine. The one person I really questioned was Henderson. Yeah, we all questioned oh, him. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, no, no, welcome to the party. No, no, no. Captain Fantastic. No, no, no. no. What's, what are your questions? On, on this game, there was a lot of good passing going around and Palace couldn't touch the ball. We had a lot of good chances there. Moreno hit the post, inside the post, bounced out. But every time Henderson got the ball, he would try to make the game-winning pass. He'd go for the home run, and that pass would be giving the ball away. They'd have to work hard to get the ball back. Oh, but you, you noticed that? It, yeah, for this game. He's not always doing that. Watch him more. And you, I watch him more than you do. So anyways, so... Anything? No? Nothing? Okay. So getting back to Henderson. <laughs> so, Henderson, if he just passed the ball up to a Coutinho, let him do the... Or Lallana, they were doing well enough. Well, Coutinho's on the bench. Just keep it simple. No, continue, no, continue. Yeah, oh. he, was, he, yeah. he managed to play. Um, but just 
Look, man, for me, Jordan Henderson is just an average player. I, I think, think he's, he's above average. I, I think, don't think he's going to be great. I think he's above average, but not unbelievable. I think he's an average player. He's good, and I not think great. That's where Liverpool needs to upgrade. I think you have the youngster in Emery Chan who can get it done. You have it in Coutinho. You even have Lucas Leva, who's a solid, experienced player. But Jordan Henderson, for me, is a guy who where Liverpool needs to upgrade. I think we all agree with that because it's one of those things where they put themselves in a tough situation making him captain. Also, Lovren had a game. He played well. Mm. Oh, my God. Come on. Crystal Palace played well. Crystal Palace, they hit the crossbar. They had two or three chances to score early. Liverpool played like crap and got <laughs> yeah. lucky. No, they played crap until... The Milner got the red card. And then they, after that, they played fantastic. They played a okay. Of, a lot of mental mistakes they helped played, them get their goals, but yeah. they did pick up their game. All right, guys, with that, who did you have as your man of the match? I got to go Christian Benteke. Just because he subs on, concedes the, or, uh, draws the penalty, and tucks it home. Finishes it. Wins the game. That's, a, that's an impact sub. That's a good day at the office. I'm going with Firmino. And, yeah, people may say this is a soft goal, but it's more so for what he's been doing for the past couple of games. And he's continued his run going with this goal. Um, he's only helped my fantasy team. Um, so, yeah, Firmino. Good. James Milner gets a red card and his team still wins. <laughs> Good job, James. Captain of England. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Best player on the team. I would say I'm going to go with Emery Chan. Mm. The way he stepped it up. And he did a lot of the work that other players didn't have to in the midfield. He would get the ball and push it forward. Very smart. Good. Oh, the eagle glory, has landed. Glory, nothing. No glory, no glory. Man United sucks. Hey, Al. <laughs> What's up, hey. shoutouts? Hey, Dude, guys. Next game. Destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> the destruction begins. 1-0. West Brom taking it. To the mighty Man, United. I told you Rondon is legit. <laughs> oh, I told you, dude. I'm afraid of this guy. Like he's lethal. <laughs> you know, who I'm not afraid of Juan Mata. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what an some idiot! Of, some, like between Milner's red card and this red card, like I don't know which one's more stupid. Like, I mean, I short, know. is this one? Quick, uh, try and do a free kick. You step in front of it. So like, this is the third game. That's you eleven. You can't do that shit. Like it, it was, it was, it was pathetic. And this is the third game we've done. The third red card. So this was a feisty weekend, guys. Lots of idiotic mistakes, but also lots, lots of crunching tackles. <laughs> I totally agree. And United, United blows it. Blows the game. Has chances to no, win. No, Mata blew the game, bro. United did fine. United played well. They had, I think, they had chances to win the game, and they. Couldn't, couldn't get it done. Young Rashford started the game. Um, Kept quiet. Martial on the left. And, um, you know, just play, put him in a 4-4-2, coach. That, 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 that would be my advice. Put him in a 4-4-2, reminiscent of Dwight York and Andy Cole, and, and maybe we'll see some sparks. But And take Michael Carrick out. <laughs> I was going to say, what's up with this? I mean, because he's, man, he's like, played the last three games in a row, played center back two games, and then he's, now he's playing. played the whole game. Didn't get off. I, I don't know what it is with playing his old position in like the the anchor of the midfield, but man, he's looking his age. He's like, thirty four he, years he old. He can't run. It doesn't matter. Like he, he never had be. pace to begin with, man. But like even his turn radius, like he can't turn. It's like he like two touches, <laughs> he's lost the ball. Like he takes one touch to to receive it, he goes to pass it, it's off his foot. It's fast. He's like, oh, yeah, where'd he go? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it was painful to watch, man. Like time and again, like it was. Oh. Hang so up. slow. Hang him up, son. So slow. We need Schweinsteiger back in there, man. You do. Desperately need Bastion back. These injuries, man. Oh, this is such a huge loss. And Juan Mata not helping the cause at all. 27th minute getting the red cards. Got playing playing West Brom uh, away like at, at the, the Hawthorns. Hawthorns. Tough. West Brom's a good squad, and they have everyone just about back at full fitness. Mm. Um, it was such a clinical And finish. in good form. Yeah, and in good form. Yeah, the you know the since Berahino has has uh, well he was the he was the last piece that was just missing. Well, and now he's he's, he's finally back come in. back and he apologized and now you know the fans have accepted him. Tony Poole's accepted him back in the squad and everything. And I'll tell you what, him and Sess and Young got a little something going on where they just kind of know where each other is mm-hmm. on the field at any t- any point in the game. And I think he's it's making they're making other players better. Yeah, they know they're starting eleven. They're confident now, and they got that trident going now. With yeah. the, they got Rondon, they got Sessegnon, and they got um, Barahino. That's a, that's a that's a good attack. Not to mention now. Craig Garner. 
Darren Fletcher, well, too. Da- that's the real man who uh, inflicted this defeat, Darren Fletcher. Dude, <laughs> Tiki was saying it earlier in, uh, in the group that it was essentially a Fletcher versus Carrick game, you know, as far as United midfielders go. <laughs> and Fletcher walked, you know, Fletcher definitely won the battle on the day. You know? We also got that, uh, get the second yellow on Mata. Yeah. He was the one that was tripped. But for the first half, Man United, they looked, they their aggressor. Even with the 10 men, they were showing the most amount of potential of scoring the goal. Totally agree. And then they just, second half, Mm -hmm. they went free-falling. And once that goal (laughs) went in, it was just... The belief went out of us by by the the 75th minute. I think they weren't going to get that one goal or two goals, and they just were going through the motions, heaving it long, Mm -hmm. just booting it up the field. In the the second half, Martial kind of just disappeared a little bit. In the first half, even with the 10 men... They gave him the ball, he'd make a move, he'd pass it, or maybe go for a shot. And the second half, he just disappeared. He was invisible. That's the man that oh, really... Man, I think he did well the whole game on, on the whole. See, when, whenever he could get the ball to his feet, like towards the end, they were just kicking it long and he couldn't get it to him, you know? See, well, I like I, him in that... That's why I like him in the, in the center forward position, just because he gets more looks on goal. He may not get as many touches because there's a lot of back to the goal. He only needs one. But only exactly. Needs two. And Lingard almost had a goal in this game as well. And this is what United's missing Rooney for right here. Because they have a lot of young players that I've said with potential. And and I thought maybe it's going to be hard for Rooney to come in just because they're playing so well. But Rooney, he's the one that will be settled down that can hit a goal from 20 yards out. They'll get the game back on their side. Because these young kids, none of them really took the game and just said, come on, boys, get on my back. I'm going to do this. It's because it's Man United and they suck. Oh, it's because Juan Mata threw it down the drain. He didn't really no, give no, what Rashford is, a chance. To, I, it, I see what you're saying, but look, down a man, it's tough. I don't think, even even for Arsenal to pull it off against Spurs, I think that's that's something. Like, that's a legit credit, man. And I don't think, as young as this Man United team not, they're is, not strong they're enough. not there yet. No, no I they're, agree. They're not quite there yet. It could happen, but as far as a given, down to 10 men, oh, they can come back, no problem. No, mm-hmm. not yet, not even close. Mm-hmm. Well, West Brom is hard enough to play and get goals against when you have 11 men. To go down exactly. to 10, that's the hardest part. That's what we're saying. No, I understand that, but what I'm saying with the Rooney part of it is they need, they need a world-class talent to say, give me the ball, I'm going to do this. And no one really stepped up to that challenge. Because in the second half, United kind of just faded. Well, I don't think, I don't think they have away. any world-class Field players right now. Honestly. Well, I understand that. That's well, it's, more, it's, more of a, it's more of a team build up and like you yeah. put a player in a good position to score. It's not one guy dribbles from half. You know what I mean? No, I understand that, but the, you the can get someone. The not built for that. That's why Di Maria didn't work out. You know, because that's what the type of player he was. Like Van Gaal eliminates that necessity with no, his I, tactics. You know, but United didn't play they, by that either. They were playing a lot of long ball. They were mm-hmm. almost falling into Tony Poole's hands. Yeah, it was terrible like, to watch. Long ball to long ball is almost goalie wars. Hey, let's see who can kick it further. High school soccer. Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> Tony Pulis with black hat. Well, that's when the belief the was gone, man. And they were just, they didn't want to, I don't know, man. They just gave up towards the end there. But that Solomon Rondon's goal was just absolute class, man. Two touch on the cross, takes it down, finishes. The ball didn't even foot. hit the ground. Mm-mm. when it. That was a straight volley right above. That was like two inches above the ground. Grass cutter. Uh, oh, my Lord. That was fantastic. Yeah, but the marking was suspect. And this is why we need a center back. Daily Blind, love you, dude. Great player. You you do well as center back, but, man. It's not his natural position, it's not. is it? He's been so doing his job. Well, you pick, it, you can, you can pick up your man seven out of ten times, but we need the guy who's nine, ten, ten, ten out of ten, nine out of ten. Mm. As far as center back goes. Man of the match. Rondon. 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 Unanimous. Up next, our fourth game with a red card in a row. Everton versus West Ham. Awesome game. Such a great game. Dimitri Paya, baby. Love this guy. Love this guy. This guy's something special. And uh, for me, Reese Oxford was the big story coming into this game. Um, the, the, the young, the young, is yeah. it Englishman? Um, Lukaku sh- showed him how it's done. Yeah, so West Ham was playing in a 3-5-2 Everton, changed their formation, interestingly enough, and played a 3-4-3 in this game. And Reese Oxford was right at the heart of those three defenders. So he was, in, he was right in the middle and had defenders to his left and his right. I thought that was interesting um, because such a young player to start in the middle of a back three against a Romelu Lukaku. And Lukaku had scored, what, seven goals um, the past seven times he's played against West Ham. 
So I thought that was a big risk a taken big by the manager. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, big that's a lot to ask of a 17-year-old. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that, what, what are you doing junior high school? Well, it showed on the, <laughs> it showed on Lukaku's, uh, Lukaku's first goal. Mm-hmm. Got ball played in, he turns him like like a page in a book, and, 13 and he just minute. pounds it home. Yeah, and yeah, it was just it was one of those Brushes where he checks two, and then he just kind of lets the ball run across his body, shields it from him a little bit, and clinical finish off the post and in by Lukaku. I kind of like the audacity though. I do, I really do. Just to put a seventeen-year-old out there, if this kid's really legit. I mean, the, I mean, I know he got turned by Lukaku with that one goal, but overall, the kid, the kid played pretty well. You know, honestly, man, I, I wasn't that impressed. No, I th- I, look, oh. no, <laughs> damn. I, I thought he had a bad game. All right. I thought he had a bad game, and you could tell early on it just wasn't the right matchup for him. Lukaku's such a tough player to play against. Um, even yeah. in the seventh minute, there was a penalty kick shout. Reese Oxford was was grabbing all over him. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Could, taking him down in the box, that could have been was a that penalty. The, that was in the corner kick, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he just couldn't mark him. He just bundled well, him up. Well, well that's, why, that's why he was subbed off at halftime for Andy Carroll. Uh, <laughs> you know, he only lasted 45 minutes. Yeah, so he's, he's young. He has a bright future. He's been, exactly. He can play in this league. He's proved it before. Oh, I, I think it was a little bit more than that. I mean, they were. I mean, Kevin Morales got, this, got his second yellow in the 34th minute. And... That that's why I think they made that sub. You know, put they're gonna put on another attacker. We're yeah. up a man. We're gonna we're gonna just attack for the next half of the game. Mm. Um, now it didn't really pan out as as Aaron Lennon snuck snuck a goal in uh, almost immediately after half, and it wasn't until it wasn't until Lukaku missed the penalty. Oh, dude! That West Ham was able to overpower and come back. Aaron Lennon, dude, the guys can't stop scoring. <laughs> He's on like fire. The, this is like the best form of his career. Absolutely yeah. on fire. I feel like this almost reminds me of Ashley Young when he went to United where he started getting playing time, and out of nowhere, he just started changing his game a little bit. Ashley Young got a ton of playing time at Aston Villa. Well, I'm saying no, he's got he playing time at United, at United uh-huh. and he just his career started surging again. No, but I this, see that comparison. That's what yeah, you're saying. Um, Ashley Young and Lennon both, they, were, they had great potential. Kind of faded a little bit, and now they're back. See, but Lennon's scoring goals now. Mm-hmm. Like that Lennon, was not his thing. Lennon's getting in behind. Exactly. For the longest time, he'd create... He'd mm-hmm. beat that left back and he and couldn't turn really him cross the ball that well. <laughs> no, but he had crazy pacing to beat guys. But final pro- final pass was not really there. Now his shooting is yeah. there. His final product is there. And quickly, let's just jump back for a second and talk about the Kevin Morales red card. Wee! Clumsy Such a tackle. Done. Such a clumsy tackle. Another, and it's a, it's just another one of those you know second yellow. What are you doing? So the first card, he's 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 booked for diving. You know, Huss would have been proud of that. He, he dives, the referee sees it. How's he actually sent him a fine for $10,000? <laughs> Payable to the PFC show. No, it's actually 50. <laughs> 50,000 pounds. Jesus. And the Get second us. card, yeah, the second card was just clumsy slide tackle into him. So, yeah, they go down a man, and West Ham just steps it up. They just step it up from there. Second half begins, and that Lukaku to Lennon goal, really special. Yeah, and then, you know, the, the missed penalty was was the turning point. That was it. As soon as as soon as you know keep makes terrible. a save. Wait, hold on. Terrible penalty. How about that stutter step? Did it work, Tom? That was a terribly placed penalty kick. <laughs> <laughs> Off Forget the stutter. The stutter. Off Are the you stutter, kidding though. me? He like hit his foot into the ground first. Listen, if, if he I, psyched himself out, If dude. I'm that he's big. Like, I'm, he's, he was ready. He's like, I'm going to run up. And he's like, oh, wait. I'm going to stutter and run up. Why as he was running up. And that threw him off. <laughs> he did the drag. He dragged his foot. Damn. Stupid. I think we got to go worst, one. Well, this worst is one one. Yeah. I think I think you won the early stutter. T- Tiki's winning this stutter. <laughs> you t- do Kaku get up there and kick the thing as hard as you Dude, can. I'm not going to count that as a stutter because that wasn't even. That was just. <laughs> that was a terrible penalty kick. That was that that, that that's its own ugliness. 79th minute could have buried the game. 79th minute down to 10 men. You're up three nil. Antonio three go three games three goals gets it gets the comeback started. And from there, it just it just gets poured on. You could just you could feel the surge coming. And that wasn't Lukaku. That was a great goal um, by Antonio. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't Lukaku's only terrible miss. He had the penalty miss, but then he had the the breakaway miss where he split the two defenders <laughs> of West Ham, and he tried to put it to the goalie's left with the outside of his boot and another save. So I'm thinking Lukaku has to be feeling like it's his fault they lost this. Dude, if he wants to be world class, you consider world class. Or get these big money transfers. Those are the goals he needs to score. Don't don't you know. sleep on Adrian either. The West Ham goalkeeper is he's I think he's extremely talented. Yeah. Um and kind of kind of under the radar, kind of an underground. Well, defense makes him look good, but he backs them up. Yeah, he for sure. He's a good shot stopper. And then you know Sako gets a second. 
two, three minutes later, the game is tied 2-2. Dude, I was impressed with Sako. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Talk about a miracle substitute. Yeah, <laughs> Comes on, gets an assist, gets a goal, gets a goal, then gets an assist in the winner. I mean... Dude, but that assist... Beautiful flick behind its back to Payet. Payet <laughs> was just incredible. in the right place at the right time to get the game the right, The right man in the right place. Another substitute that actually played, I, f- I think, fairly well was Andy Carroll. He came on. Yeah, hit him he's, in the face. Well, he's, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. That's all he's good for, man. He came and had the ball, but the ball hits him in the face now and then. You know, because he's up there. He's in a good spot. Yeah. Sorry. He was he was injured for a little bit ago, um, but he's getting back into form. <laughs> Story of his life. I know it's one of those things where he's always getting injured, and, but you know what? For the last couple of weeks, I feel like he he hasn't been doing fantastic, but he's been doing enough to help. He's never going to be that guy, but mm-hmm. he's doing enough to help. He's he's able to chest the ball or head the ball down because he's much taller and bigger than everyone else. And just bring that off to someone else, they flick it on, they get the goal. Dude, that's what they need. That's what West Ham needs. Just that guy who can help. If you're, if you're there right now, everyone is doing something at West Ham. Everyone's adding to the team at West Ham. That's why they're doing so well currently. So it seems like they're hitting on all cylinders. Antonio is on fire now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got himself, what, three goals now in three games? Three and three, baby. So it was a terrific, terrific performance by West Ham to push on and actually take all three points. How about, about Sako, man? I'm so I'm impressed. Not, I'm, I'm so impressed with Sako. <laughs> this guy comes on, scores a goal, and then the, the flick that he puts on Pyatt. Sako! Is that your man of the match? <laughs> Of course not. It's Dimitri Payet. Oh, it's got to be Dimitri Payet for me, too. It's really? Be. This guy's yeah. Sacco. G. You kidding me? No way. Payet for me as well. You're the, you're the only one. The Chief stands alone. Dude. All right. Up next, Watford take on Leicester. Leicester gets it done again. 0-1. Uh, Igalo's cold streak continues. Mm. Honestly, I know, I know his price is plummeting in fantasy right now. Well, I haven't had him for... A few months now. I saw him right at the beginning. Maybe you should pick him up so we can score a goal. I might have to. <laughs> it, he, it hurts me to see a Gallo not score because he was doing so well. And he was lifting Watford up. A team that was up there with a Crystal Palace and a West Ham and Leicester at the beginning of the season. And then certain teams stayed up there, as we know, and then certain teams have just fallen drastically. Watford is one of them where it's just, if a Gallo does not score, they do not win. I mean, they might win a game here and there, but they need him. He hasn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it, no, what I'm saying is they rely on Nagalo so much more. They rely on one player so much more than other teams. Mm. Where Dini, as much as they want to say, oh, Dini's have a great year. No. If Nagalo is not there, Dini's not having the year that he has. If Nagalo does well, they win games. If he does not do well, they do not win games. I think you're absolutely right, Ryan. I mean, you look at their FA Cup games, their Capital One Cup games. Even when they well, he's they their... sub they sub off they you know they don't start him to rest him. They sub him and he scores or he gets an assist. You know he's he's really their only form of attack or goal scoring ability. It's it's tough, but that's that's I mean you, when you get promoted to the Prem, then look, it's kind of the way it goes. Watford has their two. Leicester has their two, and one of the two for Leicester decided well, to step ooh, up this week. Leicester has I, three. Okazaki. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what though, I, I take. You know what, I'm going to disagree with that because Leicester has much more than three. I mean, Kante's back. I'm talking about attackers. Well, attackers, but goal scores. Goal scores. Well, just, well, I'm saying is those players behind their attackers can get the ball so much easier when it's Leicester and push the ball forward so Leicester has more chances. Hey, doesn't matter. Where Watford, that's not what we're talking well, about. Well, Watford will just have to kick the ball up, and they don't really just set the play up or like press very well. It's more or less hopefully Dini and Agallo do something. So you're getting real in depth and. You're right about that. I'm just drawing the comparison between Igalo and Dini and Vardy and okay. Mares. That's all I'm saying. They have their two. They have their two. And Mares was able to step up this weekend, get the lone goal to get the win. Obviously, Leicester is a better team and, overall. Uh, injury scare with uh, Mares. Yeah, but he's coming said, up he said he's okay. Yeah, said he's okay. But Mares, my God, again Great another finish. week looking so shifty. He, he just he gets the ball. And he's just light on his toes. He's, just he's built like a woman. He's got no muscle. Yeah, his, his, <laughs> like leg, a bird. his legs are like my arms. <laughs> he's this little tiny speck. So he's like, oh, he hurt his hamstring. It's like, well, yeah, look how tender and small they are. Like, I just, Dude, I don't know. Shifty man. <laughs> he annihilates the defense. Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, I'm going left. No, I'm not. I'm already to your oh, right. God, that goal he scored was so just so clinical. Like top of the box, you take a touch to control it, and you just gotta you gotta shirl it. Oh. Just, just slip it Dude, around everybody. I, I was, wonder what yeah, this guy could pain. do on a team. Like, if he did go to like say United. They put him on the wing, or like Arsenal, like 
Or even uh, he's on the first place team. Not he's not Barcelona, going anywhere. That's, that's who has been who has been linked I, with him. Part of me kind of hopes he stays. But put him around good players and like put him in just positions time and again to like be players one on one. Like he's gonna have a field day. It'd be class. I think he's having a field day because I think he is around good players. That's why they're first place. Every single team. <laughs> no, they understand it's their role. Point. They, point. they understand their role. They know what they have to do. They get the ball. They give Tamares. On other teams. I mean, we saw it with Suarez where he went to a better team and they were able to do something we've never seen before. If Mahrez go to, goes to another team, maybe he doesn't get the ball as much. See, and I maybe then his attitude changes and doesn't do as much as he does. See, I don't even think Mahrez is on Suarez's level no, I, I, just I, in terms of even... I'm just using that example. I'm not saying that yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're okay. uh, next to each other. What I'm saying is where everyone said, oh, what if... Suarez, it's always about Liverpool. What, no, what, no, this is not Liverpool. This is about Suarez. Where, <laughs> where people say, oh, he has to go to a better team see what he can do with better players around him. And look what he and, did. No, Suarez did do better. But I'm saying there's other players where, oh, what if he goes they to a team yeah. and oh, he's with better players. Then they disappear because yeah. they lost their mojo. It, they lost it, their it identity. Can, it can go either way, but I'd say on, Mahrez would go... On Leicester, though, he has identity. Vardy has identity. They know their role. They know their job. They're doing it very well. They're executing. The execution is the best in the league. That's why they're first. And this is one of those games that it, it, it just helps you out in the long run, in the title run. Winning one nil, you know, clean sheet away from home, clean sheet. West Morgan and the crew getting it done. Hooth, it's 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 ridiculous. Who do you guys have as your man of the match? It's got to be Mars. Yeah, Mars. He almost had no one else on the pitch. He no one had else a, on the pitch when he was able to score that goal but him. The Algerian. And Even though Magic Jamie man. Vardy very unlucky not to get on the score sheet. Mm-hmm. But that would have been an assist from Mares. Huh? That would have been an assist from Mares. Yeah, he could have, but he didn't. Showing yeah. his stripes. What I'm, what I'm saying is Mahrez did most of the work, and all he did was slip it into a good run, and Vardy misses. If that goes, that goal goes in, Mahrez gets most of the credit in my book anyways. You probably get 1,000 <laughs> points more in fantasy, too. No, I had Vardy instead of Mahrez. So subjective. I know, I know. I don't want to talk about it. All right, all right. Well, that wraps it up. Up next, um, the Blues taking on Stoke at home. Feeling blue? Feeling uh, medium. Got that kind of, blue shirt on. Kind of okay. Got always got to be wearing. Look at you in blue, baby. You look good too. You got that blue thong on. <laughs> and the blue glasses. Oh my God! One-one against Stoke. Uh, game that could have could have really kind of tipped either way. Um, just another frustrating game for Chelsea. At the bridge. <laughs> you guys suck. We didn't lose. <laughs> we didn't lose. That's all. I, that's all I can ever say. Oh wow! You're not making that's... any headway. <laughs> we got a point. That's the standard. You just, we did. You're just lose. moving. You're just sidestepping. You're just. You're not. You're not moving. Take, take it easy. Down. You got destroyed this weekend. Did not get destroyed. Uh, you, you I mean, to be fair, point. they did get one more point than United this week. <laughs> and people have to be afraid of Chelsea for the Doesn't fact matter. that they're starting to come up the ranks. One, we. Talk, I've already talked about it in the past. If Chelsea starts getting back to the form which they have been. And they have been looking pretty well in the last few weeks. They're going to be challenging every single team. Well, Bertrand Traore tried to do that by getting them off to a great start. Nasty lefty ping outside of the box. <sighs> and great how about, technique. How we talk about getting... Hazard starting up front and Traore starting as a winger? A yeah. little odd. I'm not sure if they just knew that they were going to be fluid throughout the game. And so Hazard could kind of move around and free roam. But, yeah, that was a little odd. Huss. Maybe, they try, maybe they're just trying to... Uh, Try something new with Hazard because he hasn't been having a very good year. Switch it up a little bit. Maybe he gets lucky with a goal today. It's one of those things where a player like Hazard, you just hope that that spark just ignites. Mm-hmm. Because, no, right, because right now, no, I mean, does he even have a goal in the season? No. No. Not in the league. Oh, my lordy. Is he, is he going to score this year? He's scoring in Champions League. No, is he going to score in league this year? We'll see. Well, we will see. I love how you're very confident. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Depends which Hazard decides to show up this day. How does that happen? You're the best player in the Premier League last year, and then you come this year and don't score one goal. I don't know. You got to call him. I will. Because he's a loser. <laughs> you're a loser. United sucks. You got destroyed. But for me, both goals happened because the midfield lost the ball. Mm-hmm. Both midfields lost the ball, and then they attacked. Both times, both goals for each team. What's that called, Tom? Defense, Defense in transition. <laughs> 101. Arsenal 101. <laughs> hey, Willian 101. He should have chased back. He loses the ball in midfield. He doesn't chase back. He's not the first one to bust he, his ass to get there. It's very unlike him. He, he holds his face a minute trying to, you know, he thought, you know, he's trying to look for a little foul. Didn't come. 
And it was my boy Gianelli and Bula who made the tackle on him. Beast. Able to spring out the attack. Too bad Arsenal didn't grab him, huh? Yeah. It's a shame. We're all crying here. Too bad I cry myself to sleep every night. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal, yeah, it was Arsenal good to fans. see Steven Island again. Yeah, you see sub Don later on. I do like Steven Island. That's yeah, good to see him. Underground random. Underground rando, bro. <laughs> Dude, he was like he was nasty when he was at like city and stuff. He was legit. Yeah, he scored a goal and he pulled his pants down. <laughs> and somehow he didn't get a red card. Like I don't understand that. Never will. It's so funny though at the end how ironic it is that an ex Manchester United player Justice ends up coming back Justice. for Chelsea. And Mame Juf and Courtois. It was, it was a cross from, that came in from the right side from Shakiri. Courtois with the weak wrists, weak punch. Have to get that further outside of your box. He punches it directly to him, and he's able to basically just to head the ball in the back of the net. Still a good free, header. Free header. Mm-hmm. But he put himself in a good spot, man. Like he, like he anticipated that. Like he had good movement. Something United teaches all the strikers, you know. <laughs> good movement. What was that movement this game, this weekend? <sighs> Mata fucked it up, dude. <laughs> Mata's movement was great. Uh, either way, this is a good sabotage. This is a, this is a sabotage. I, I really wish Chelsea would have won this game. Would have been some really good momentum um, coming in. You know, going into the Champions League matchup they have coming up this week. And I think you guys rested Diego Costa. It was reported that he had a minor tendon injury. They said a minor hamstring, which you know they said all last year. They said he'll be good to go. Um, they said everybody, you know, just rest him, getting him fit. Um, and Chelsea going up against PSG. This is a huge matchup. And PSG just lost another game. Oh, shots fired! That air of invincibility is so, gone. <laughs> so they already lost one to Leon like uh, last week, mm-hmm. and they just lost again recently. I don't know. I got, I'm feeling pretty good about this at home game versus PSG. Should've so been. what you're saying is PSG, PSG is due to lose again? No, <laughs> Chelsea's not gonna win. All right, guys. So who did you guys, as far as going back to this game? <laughs> Stoke versus Chelsea. Who did you guys have as the man of the match? I got to give it to Triori. Getting the start. Banging in a, a cracker of a goal. Yes, dude, he's been on fire lately. That looks to be a terrific signing. Yeah. Well, even though it was done illegally. Um, was my done man of the match <laughs> is Gianelli Imbula. Very impressed with this player. Just bosses the midfield. A lot more attacking than I thought he was. Um, he's, he can, he's definitely tough in the tackle, but... I've been very impressed with him going forward. Yeah, I got uh, only one player who can be player of the game. That's uh, Doof. Fuck Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Al on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Typical. Beep, bop, boom. Boop, Quick touch with Al. <laughs> with, with me. <laughs> Man City versus Villa first game. Um... Spanking. Yep, Villa, taking a nap, laying down. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Aguero, you bum. You should have completed the hat trick and scored the penalty for me. What the heck? I actually lost points in fantasy because of that. Yeah, I know. I, I was wondering where those points went. I missed the penalty. Aguero, should have had your third, brother. Slapped the post on it. Uh, Not really his fault. Great penalty. Sterling subs on, get a goal. Um, pretty good for him after coming off a bad run of form. And yeah, yeah. No red coats. And yeah, yeah, got a nice. Yeah, yeah, starting. Dude, he's scoring the ball in the goal. Net. Like he's in form now. Like weird form. He's, he's always in goals. Form. I don't know, but but he can be in form and not score goals. He's like kind of in form and scoring goals. It could be a huge point in this uh, season for him to be doing this shit. You know, Wolford Boney started the game. Did nothing. Got an assist. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Yeah. To who? Take it easy. You kidding me? He didn't get an assist. Hey, stop hating. He didn't get an assist. Yeah, he did. Check your stats. I don't see it. Well, he, he created a goal. Well, by spirit, he was there. Ah, there it is. <laughs> there know, it by is. By spirit. Is no, that, he, he, kidding me? He played the ball to uh, Guerrero, and then uh, Guerrero kicked it, hit the goal, he hit Guerrero in the knee and went in, you know? <laughs> yeah. So he, he created that goal. May, may as well have been an assist. Oh, my God. He's such a bub, dude. $50 million yeah, bust. Dude. When's he going um, back to Swansea? <laughs> they don't need him anymore. <laughs> I wish he was still on Swansea. Uh, so that's about it for that game. That kind of wraps that up. Not yeah. much to it. Um, Fuck City. <laughs> Everybody hates Man City. I was in a sour mood. <laughs> United got destroyed. Uh, Swansea versus Norwich. Swansea on the rise. On the rise. one nothing. Ryan's best friend, Mr. Sigerson here. Goofy. Puts in another goal. 
the free. Did you have, did you have in Fantasy Hus? I did. I just picked him up again this, this yeah, week. Yeah, of course yeah. you did. I, I, yeah. I, felt, I felt like this is the week. He's going to come I, back to form. I picked him up too. What did you look at, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is. I picked him up right before the same time as Hus. Wow. <laughs> I had to, man. Gilfie Sigerson, this guy just he just seems to score lots of goals for this club. And and kind of, and you, as of right now, that is a it's a rare thing. It's a beautiful Swanson. finish, though. Like he he can do it from the dead ball, you know. In the this time it was a one time finish, man. Just beautiful. There's a sixth Far. goal in ten games too, so he's been really he's feeling fire, it. Man. Yeah, and Ryan wants to start Gomis over this guy. Come on, Ryan. Over who? You always shouting out for. Be- Gomis, the big dude. Well, I know. Well, well, I, I, a striker. I feel like he. Sh- yeah, I feel like he should be getting some starts. Never. It's a bum. Over. Are you saying I should? I've been saying start him over Sigerson. No, somebody else. Oh. All right. So that wraps up that game. One nothing. Sigerson on the shout. Uh, Newcastle versus Bournemouth. Newcastle, you guys are a bunch of frauds. You guys should have bought defenders in the transfer window. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You oh, just lost to. You got John Joe. Just lost to Bournemouth three one. No. Bournemouth, got, they got some plays back. They got Max Grail back, who had a really good game in this. Um, Richie, who's been a pretty consistent performer for them. And even um, a phobie of the, the ex-Arsenal player. So, Bournemouth, man, they, they, they got a turbate too now. They look like they might be one of those surprise teams. One of those teams you just don't really want to play, especially when you have heavy legs. I guess. Newcastle dropping into 19th place. It's sad. It. it you can yeah. see it happening, and I don't think the, I don't think the the players that came out this week showed you know some support for the coach, but I just see it going downhill. You can split with the goal they scored. Um, Which one? <laughs> no, Newcastle's uh, goal, uh, Perez's goal. Yeah, John Joe plays a great ball from deep in midfield, curls it around, you know, and there's one touch or two touch finish. But Newcastle are capable of moments like that. It's like they can, but it's on a consistent basis, man. Like they're so uh, lethargic, so lazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like they have, they have it in them to produce these goals and. And the first goal they conceded was tough. They conceded the own goal, goal. Yeah. so that just gets you off to a rough start after thirty minutes or so. <clears throat> and you know, from there they didn't pick up Josh King. That was terrible defending. Um, and you know, it just goes to show when you when you don't show up on that game day. Any team can beat you in this league. And that brings up to our last game, Southampton versus Sunderland. Um, another game with a red card, Jose Font getting thrown off. How that, how, did that, you have him in a fi- uh, fantasy, Al? <laughs> yep. Yeah, how'd nice that go big for fat you? zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this is, this is just a, a good game, fought out to the end. Red card in the 80th minute, and, you know, Jermaine Defoe. Who else? Who else but Jermaine Defoe scores for Sunderland? Oh, and he's won it. <laughs> he's won the match. Oh, oh wait a minute. Nope. No, they don't. Virgil uh, Van, G- Van Dyke, my boy. Center back. Center back steps up. He is a menace. I, I predict this guy going to a different club next year. Dutchman, right? Yes. Yes. Big and time. He, but he's, he's tall. He's comfortable <laughs> with away. the ball at his feet. I mean, he, he scores, though. He's willing the team now. Him and Font have, have actually had really great partnership throughout the season. Dude, Font's a beast. <laughs> Not when he's on the field. They're both beasts, man. They're both class, too, yeah. Not yeah. when he's on the field. Not when he's getting red cards. But it was a nice finish, too. Save, saves the face, gets a draw. Mm. He's only, 20, plus three. only 24 years old, too. He's young. Yeah, yeah. Um, very young. Came from, came from Celtic. Big shot. Okay, well, that kind of wraps up our... Our uh, match day twenty nine review of the Barclays Premier League. Yeah. Uh, we got a few little nuggets here off to the side. We want us to touch on uh, the first first one here being being New England. Being people from New England here, we got we got a shout out to the Revs here, trading Jermaine Jones to the Rapids. Smell you later, Ryan. <laughs> tell me how frustrated and angry you are about this trade. It's not so much I'm frustrated. And angry. Well, I had to listen to a lot of it, so why don't you okay, tell everybody well, else? <laughs> basically, what it is the the Revs traded Jermaine Jones to Colorado for the exchange of some money and a first-round pick in the 2017 MLS Super Draft. Oh, my God. I hate the draft. I hate the It's the Super draft. draft, not the draft. No, but what's the difference between the draft and the Super Draft? Why do they have to call the Super Draft? One, one Super. So stupid. <laughs> I hate it. No, the, but Ryan, Ryan did have a good argument point. You know, Jermaine Jones in the MLS... Um, is probably one of the top seven midfielders in the league. Mm. And for the Revs to kind of just, you know, they couldn't work out the contract agreement. They offered him a contract for far less than he was getting paid in years past. 
I think he said it was 20, 25% less than he has been making. Correct. Um, I, I, I heard something like that. Um, so bro, the, bro the, signs. Yeah. The whole, the whole thing is, you know, they're, they're giving away this stud player. Mm-hmm. They're getting a draft pick, which doesn't really mean a whole lot of anything, you know? I, well, draft is pick? he like a stud player? Because, look, he's good. He's still on the men's national team, so respect is definitely due. But he's past his prime, isn't he? He's a little older now. He's, he's past his prime for prone. Germany. He's not past his prime for MLS. He's uh, like six feet, 180-something pounds. He's a pure athlete. And he's one of those type of players that we talked about with Conte and Lester. It's not so much that he runs all day, but when Lee Nguyen and anyone else has him, has Jermaine Jones behind them, they don't have to worry about anything. They just go forward and score goals. When Jermaine Jones is behind you, you know if someone gets by you, they're about to get killed. Jermaine Jones is about to put their fo- his foot either in their face or their, his ass. Unless, <laughs> unless it's the 75th minute, you can just run around him because he's gassed. No, I, mean, I don't think he is you know? that gassed. Usually. Bro, he's 34, and he's, he's only 34, getting older but, and slower, yeah. and he's falling apart. I think but it's that, a good trade for the Revs. I it think is. It's, 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 it's I don't think it's a great trade. I think it's somewhat equal, but for the MLS, Jermaine Jones is still... I feel like they could have got more for him. I would have rather kept Jermaine Jones for another two years or so. Just like, just like Ryan says, he offers a stability to a midfield, and he, he's kind of... He's our best player. Let's see how this deal pans out in yeah. the future. I mean, we'll I mean, have to see what this... we get this some quality pick, prospects or the something, biggest we'll find thing, out. The biggest thing with me is, are the Revs going to do something with the money that they saved? That's what I'm saying. We hope so. We hope if so. they don't, then it's a waste, because I don't see them getting anyone out of the, this super draft that's as good, if not better, than Jermaine Jones in the next two years. Unless you get in shape and get your ass to try outs. <laughs> <laughs> Eight Fox bars, 40 minutes away. I've seen Hussey shoot. He's got a 90-mile-an-hour shot. <laughs> just got to get him in the sweet spot. Yeah, I just have to get on that. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, Jermaine Jones didn't have any goals or assists this last year, so I'm good. I just have to tackle people. <laughs> Up next, uh, next nugget we got here, we got Ronaldo scores four goals <laughs> in his league game, including, Vigo. including a free kick, a header. Oh. You know, just the whole variety, the whole show. However you want it, you could get it. He scores his 250th La Liga goal, which for me is just beyond impressive after only is it six years, I think six years being in Spain. And sends him second all time. Right? He's second, second all time La Liga behind Messi. And always behind Messi. <laughs> just has to live in that shadow. I know, it's too bad. Um, so that's kind of a big deal there. Scoring for fun, man. I mean, I mean to the to think that people were saying he was declining. He scores four goals. He's getting worse. He's, this isn't the Ronaldo I've seen. He may be getting a little bit slower, or like I don't he has think to so. recover a little bit longer. But he's still better than ninety nine point nine percent of the people out there. Well, that's why I also want him to come to England. I, I really think it would be a little bit more tough for him to come to England than Spain, where they course, win nine yeah. nothing. I don't no seven one. Well, what I'm saying, like there have been games where they've just annihilated people, where they could just walk off the field, leave five men, or like have their children play, and they'll still win the game. That's how high the score is. For Cristiano, I want to come to England. I want to see him do it every every day or every week, like he did in the past. Same with Messi. I want to see them face a hard. Like a, a West Brom or a Stoke on an like, that just like a <laughs> probably a, dangle. That's, that's, that's their off week. No, yeah. you know what? Ryan, it's a really Let's good. It's a, a really good point. Day. I uh, I argue with, I argue with Celius about this once. I said I said, oh, Messi's the best, and he goes, no, Ronaldo. And I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, Ronaldo's done it in England, and in Spain, mm-hmm. and that's always kind of a, a shot that they take at Messi. But you know, what I mean. Messi's been in Barca his whole life since he was a kid. It's, yeah, you can't help who you play with. I mean, he could. He could say, I want to leave and go here. But I, I, I don't think I don't, don't understand why he ever would. Mm. Um, so it's just kind of a, it's, it's an interesting comparison because Ronaldo proved it, that he could do it in England. And, and he's now proved that he can do it in Spain. So they've, they've always kind of thrown him that extra bone in that, in that argument. See, I think potentially if CR7 had that Euro Cup, which Portugal lost to oh, Greece, yeah. <laughs> that would have been one of the major things people would have Eagle. leaned on because he would have had success with his national team. Right but away, Because too. that never quite came to fruition, I think. In Portugal. And because of Messi's numbers, obviously. I think people are saying, all right, it's a foregone conclusion. Messi's better. Well, we can't hold that against Cristiano because Portugal is not even close to being on the same level. I mean that's. I mean Messi has much better of a national team than Cristiano has. Yeah, but when you consider that they lost to Greece in the final, and a team they had, then they were the favorite. They had Figo and Cristiano Ronaldo. 
I understand that. Then you got to put it on. And Manish. And no, I understand that. So many good players. Manish. But uh, Manish. was that the year that uh, Greece had a pretty defensive, pretty good counterattacking oh, they had, they had team? They a really great yeah. defensive team. They scored like team. six goals all tournament. <laughs> yeah. Great but, defensive team. And they, they counterattacked. I mean, that is what it is. Greece, I mean. Plus, it's still on your resume as a loss I in the final, that. right? To I mean, an underdog. Not, well, Messi hasn't won the World Cup. I know. He lost in the final. Yeah? To so a favorite, though, but he lost to a, a complete Dude, Germany I'm, team. Come on. But Portugal versus Argentina, come on. It's not even close. We're talking <laughs> about Portugal versus Greece. No, no, but I'm saying national team versus national team if we're talking about Messi and Ronaldo. It's not too far away, man. Like, don't, don't count <laughs> Portugal. I think Portugal is much worse. Mm. The best defender is like 36 years old. Well, you're going to have a lot of Portuguese dude. haters yeah, out there. Geez, <laughs> man, that's no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not hating on the, the Portuguese people. I'm I'm saying that... <laughs> yeah. You say your national team sucks and Argentina's better. Sounds like a lot of moonwalking. I'm not saying that they, they suck. I'm saying that Argentina's a lot better. I agree with Hussey. Player, player for player, pound for pound, Al. Wasn't, wasn't that what you were saying to me last last podcast? Pound for pound? Player for player. Argentina. Come on. Destroyed. Yeah. I just disagree. And my last I mean, they my, may be better, but... But Portugal has what, Morales? Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. Hopefully, they'll be able to play in an international tournament soon. And That's yeah, one for the future right there. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, guys, for listening. Um, so that wraps it up for us this week. Uh, make sure to check us out, uh, Podcast FC Show, iTunes, um, uh, Player, FM, Stitcher, all those podcast uh, websites. Get us on Twitter, Facebook... Uh, what else? Instagram. Yep. Ad podcast. C, uh, FC show. Got the email there. The email is podcast FC podcast show. Yeah, there FC it is. The podcast FC show dot com. At gmail. Oh, at gmail dot com, right? Yep. That's yes. an, that's an email. Yep. That's yeah, fantastic. What's <laughs> 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 email? <laughs> All right. Take it easy out there, world. This is Tom. This is L. Chelsea. And that's Hus. United. Chelsea. United.